0: Welcome to episode number 19 of the Who Am I podcast with the Southside Church of Christ. This is where we look at our identity as Christians and what that means in today's world. I am Brian Dill, and here with me, as always, is the wonderful Jackson Wells.
1: Bah! <laughs> that, that, is, <laughs> that is cheap for hello. Hello. <laughs>
0: Well, I did not expect that. Well, today we are talking about sheep. Uh, (laughs) So, Jackson, have you spent much time around sheep at all?
1: no but there was a goat uh that i interacted with (laughs) okay (laughs) we were we were driving to camp me and daniel and there was a goat that had her head stuck in a fence and we were trying to help her oh goodness yeah and then the owner came out and was like Mary's back at it again. Got her head stuck <laughs> in the fence. So that's that's the closest thing I've experienced okay. to a sheep. Was a okay. a goat named Mary who had her head stuck.
0: I got you. <laughs> you know, we actually had at our at the church in Frankfort. There was one of our elders had sheep. Okay, uh, and sheepdog and yeah, all this kind of stuff. So I mean that you know we learned a little bit about sheep. Well, anyway, so uh, let's let's go ahead and get this episode started. Okay, as we get started with this episode, we're having some fun today, obviously, talking about sheep. So I thought it would make some sense to share with you, our listeners, some facts about sheep. And Jackson doesn't know what these are, so Um, this is going to be fun.
1: In need of some new trivia.
0: So, did you know, Jackson, that the pupils
1: on sheep are rectangular? in their eyes. I I don't think I knew that. So in if you watch Zootopia, <laughs> there are sheep in that movie. Yes, and, and they have weird eyes. They have the weirdest looking eyes. Yeah. And, and that
0: may be intentional because of this.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Because what it what it does is it gives them incredible range on their peripheral vision. Oh. And they're they're able to see almost everything around them except what's right behind them. They can't see. Gotcha. But sheep be hard it turns to, out goats are the same. Hard
1: to hard to sneak up on a sheep. That's right. Right. Okay.
0: Yeah. So no no sheep tipping. I guess. Uh, okay. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I wonder what shape cow pupils are.
0: I uh, I don't know. I think I would Gotta think be most everything's round. But that is odd. A, a rectangular pupil. That I don't is that's know interesting. How that even works. That's interesting. But. Okay, so uh, fact number two, fun fact number two about sheep, they have an incredible sense of smell.
1: So they've got good sight, they've got good smell.
0: Right, right. They have scent glands in front of their eyes and on their feet.
1: So they can touch the ground and taste it with their feet?
0: Well, smell it
1: anyway. Oh, yeah, smell it. <laughs>
0: yeah. But... I'm not sure what that accomplishes. Oh, that is exactly. so weird. Maybe it's something about, you know, being able to sense what's in the ground, you know, Maybe. if there's something dangerous that they need to not eat. Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, that's very, okay. very interesting.
1: Imagine walking barefoot and just you and, can smell right. whatever you're stepping in. Well, yeah. That would uh, be horrible. Yeah, like, there's like no great, <laughs> great, but horrible.
0: Right, right. So, the third fun fact is one that I saw in multiple places that makes me question humanity's thought processes. Okay. Because why in the world do we care to find this out? Okay. Sheep, apparently, are emotionally complex animals. Yeah. uh, (laughs) So, not only. Not only can they feel things like anger and boredom and sadness and happiness, okay. that sort of thing, studies studies have shown that sheep can be pessimists or optimists <laughs> one <What? laughs>
1: Why do I care? This, uh, like, like I hear I hear your complaint, but I think as we're talk as we talk through the rest of this episode, we're going to be like, that's why we're called sheep. <laughs> but two,
0: who and how do you figure out whether or not a sheep is a pessimist? How do you I find mean, out what, if a sheep is a pessimist? What kind of study is that? And. What kind of person is spending money on a study like that?
1: <laughs> oh man, I'm just imagining like sheep that have beef with other sheep. Uh, right. Like Mary shows up and she's like this is my grass and the other sheep just like walks off and
0: I mean you have you know you have dominant and and uh, you know animals, you know the alpha dog is yeah. a is a common thing. You know you see that in lots of different animals. But a pessimistic sheep, like, I don't know how you, you know, they wake that. up every morning and like, well, this is the day I have, I'm going to get sheared.
1: I just know it. You know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, what is that's that bizarre? What,
0: what does a sheep have to be pessimistic about?
1: I mean, uh, I would. If than somebody shaved me, if somebody shaved me, <laughs> I would be upset. <laughs> right. <laughs> just, I don't know. Uh, okay. So
0: anyway, <laughs> we, we better move on. This episode's getting out of hand it already. <laughs> <laughs> so. We're talking in in the meat of the week this week. We're asking the question, am I a sheep? Now, sometimes that is a word that has some very negative connotations to it. Yeah. Right. You don't want to be called a sheep. Right. Because the assumption is a sheep is someone who just naively goes along with whatever they're told. Yeah.
1: Kind of like a bandwagon fan. You, You... like yeah, you, don't be, the you don't want to be you don't want to be called that um and i i totally get that but um it, i mean people definitely view it with a negative lens because sheep generally speaking are we, we think of them as as stupid or, or dumb <laughs> right, animals right. you know and nobody wants to be called stupid or or dumb that's right they're they're fragile um <laughs> a, a wolf can just snatch them right up and so nobody wants to be associated with this fragile being Sure, sure. And sheep are all the same. They're, they all look the same for the most part, you know, <laughs> and everybody wants to be different. And this is so true. What's funny about this is that we're humans, so we all do stupid and dumb things. Uh, for sure. We sometimes <laughs> ignore the fragility of life, even right. though it's true. Right. And whether we want to admit it or not, we're... we're similar in so many ways. <laughs> right. This individualism that we so much seek is sometimes just a figment of what we perceive. So right, right. we are sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you like it or not, yeah. maybe we are sheeple. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Which, again, that's that's just that term that just yeah. means it it, it. it is an insult to be called sheeple mm-hmm. uh, because the idea is, well, you're just you know you just believe whatever you're told you're you're just along for the ride you know bandwagon you know yeah. whatever whatever word you want to use it's it's that sort of thing but but really what we're going to focus on in this episode is how this is a word the the idea of being a sheep is an idea that is used in a very positive way in our our bibles especially by Jesus And so uh, what we're going to do is we're going to investigate John chapter 10. It's in verse 2 of John chapter 10 that I want us to to read together. And if you're just listening along, just listen closely to what is said here by Jesus in John chapter 10, starting with verse 2. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the gatekeeper opens... The sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. A stranger they will not follow, but they will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. A little bit later in this same chapter, in verse 11, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. And so, the idea here in this entire section is Jesus is the shepherd, and we are supposed to be the sheep. Mm All right. And so, I want us to break this down a little bit and look at some of the implications of what is said here. And I think the first thing that caught my attention uh, as I was rereading this is the shepherd, as opposed to the thief. the shepherd comes in through the door, through the front door, through the gate. And to me, what that says about our good shepherd in Jesus is that he is not here trying to uh, sneak his way into our lives. He is not trying to come in unnoticed with, mm-hmm. a, with a mask. He doesn't have some hidden agenda or anything. He, he is right there, boldly in front of us, and we have to make a decision: Are we going to follow him as sheep or not? What do you think about that, I,
1: Jackson? I think that's I think that's exactly right. I, I don't think Jesus is out here to Jesus juke us, which is a, <laughs> which is a term I heard a couple months ago. I thought is it was that great because right? sometimes that's what we we feel like is happening when somebody's trying to convince us to do something morally. They're trying to juke us out. Well, Jesus right. isn't trying to juke us out. He's being he, he, he's coming through the gate and he says, "This is what you need." to do that this is it i'm I'm here for you i reminds me a lot of uh philip and the ethiopian eunuch where the ethiopian eunuch is is studying and he's like this doesn't make any sense philip shows up and he explains everything else that that the eunuch is missing and it's kind of like the eunuch has this aha moment where it's like oh that's that's what it means okay okay i'm i'm right good to follow that and then even sure. the the Samaritan sure. woman at the well it's like she's trying to to go her own way be her own animal or whatever <laughs> jesus is standing right there in front of her boldly proclaiming that he's living water not the good shepherd but he is he is the way for her uh,
0: right right he he's he's exactly who she needs to be following yeah and i think sometimes we we almost expect uh, a juke, or a, yeah. or a bait and switch, or or yeah. you know whatever kind of uh, analogy you want to use, where it's you know we expect there to be some underlying something, and and that's not the way our good shepherd works. He he makes it pretty plain for us. It yeah. doesn't always make it easy for us, uh, but he definitely makes it plain for us what his expectations are for us to be able to follow him as as his sheep. Yeah. So I think it's, it's, it's good to know that, that we're, not, we're not serving a, a fickle God. Right. But, and we're also not serving a, a God who is, is trying to appeal to us in some way that, that is deceptive in any way so that we don't really know what we're getting into. Right.
1: The, a shepherd typically is going to do what is best for his herd. That's right. And sneaking up on them and scaring them and trying to <laughs> get them to go ways that they shouldn't and putting them right. in danger is, is, not, is not what God is going to, to do to us. Absolutely. Um, so we, we, we should be able to trust and know that Jesus is going to to be our good shepherd.
0: Right. Well, and a part of that trust is what what I noticed next in these verses is that the, the shepherd knows his sheep by name and the sheep know his voice. Mm-hmm. And that is such a a powerful message because it reminds us of how important it is to know the voice of our good shepherd. Mm-hmm. There there are so many voices out there. You know, not that we're hearing voices, but uh, maybe. <laughs> but but there are so many Voices that are trying to pull our attention uh, and get us to follow them, uh, trying to lure us in this direction or that direction, and we have to be able to distinguish between all those other voices out there and the voice of God that of course comes through his word, yes. right?
1: <laughs> because we are sheep and sheep can be characterized as a little dumb. <laughs> right. Sometimes we get distracted and it's significantly easier than we realize. I don't do you did you ever go to the mall when you were younger? Sure. Like, oh yeah. I mean, I, everybody did. The malls don't exist like they used to back in the in the day, but I can remember <laughs> going to the mall and you'd be on your way to Dillard's or wherever and there would be the the dudes in the middle of the lane yes. trying to sell uh, you something yes. and, and and you know you don't need to pay them any attention you're here to get a button up shirt for easter you got to make it to <laughs> dillards but there's this guy who's trying to to sell you something he's he's distracting you about this you know this noob with a helicopter a helicopter <laughs> dude i was thinking of the helicopter and you know parents had to hate those but it's <laughs> yes. like this helicopter is not going to make your life that much better because, no. <laughs> one, the ceilings are not this tall in your house. <laughs> that's right. Um, but we, we have this expectancy that uh, well, if we get distracted and we're like, oh, I really, really want that, I want that to be a part of my life, um, it distracts us from what our original goal was to get to dealers or whatever. And spiritually, that's exactly <laughs> what happens to us. The devil yes. is kind of standing there waiting for us to kind of look over at him and he could be like yo you want this i can give this to you it's gonna make your life so much better right when we're trying our our goal is to get (laughs) to heaven and being sheep and we can get distracted pretty pretty easily but you said it we learned god's voice through his word we hear that intercom and it's like Dillard's is closing in twenty minutes. <laughs> right. We, we we spend time in God's Word. We realize, okay, the the distractions are going to become so much quieter that's when right. His voice is the loudest thing we hear.
0: Absolutely, because that's uh, that's how we familiarize ourselves with with what our Shepherd expects of us and of our lives, so that then we can know. When we are trying, when something is attempting to lure us in one direction or another, we know that it is either in line with what our shepherd wants or it's not, mm-hmm. and then it's easier to make the right decision, yeah.
1: uh, or it's supposed to be. Yeah. You know, and you you've talked about this in in at least one sermon before, about how a sheep uh, or a herd of sheep will respond to their shepherd, they won't respond to other people's right, voices, which right. is. Such a cool thing about sheep. It really sheep. is, isn't it? And so when we think about that on ourselves, it's like we need to be so familiar with, with God's voice <laughs> through yes. the Word that those other voices don't even bother exactly.
0: us. Exactly, exactly. Well, and that's what Jesus says here mm-hmm. in, in John chapter 10. And the reason that's such a unique thing about sheep is that uh, they would actually keep more than one Herd of sheep in the sheepfold, yeah. And so then the shepherd would just call call to his sheep, and only his sheep would come and that, follow that, him. That's just so cool. Which is it is <laughs> it's 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 cool to to think about how that would actually work. Uh, never seen it, but uh, yeah. you know it's yeah. that's that's really neat. The other thing that I I think is really important that we can consider in thinking about these verses is how this contrasts with what is in Matthew chapter 9. In Matthew 9, Jesus has been traveling uh, throughout Judea, going from to different towns and villages, and we read something that I think is really important. And it's at the end of the chapter, starting with verse 35. It says... Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. The response of Jesus here as he's going around city to city, town to town, and he's noticing just how many people are shepherdless. And it seems like some kind of choice has to be made on the part of the, the sheep
1: yeah Un- unlike sheep we are very intelligent beings <laughs> <laughs> right sometimes mo- mo- yeah yeah sometimes <laughs> I, won- I won't say most of the time um, but because of that our-, our emotions are significantly more complex than than any study is gonna show yes, yes. <laughs> but along along with that we are gonna have moments in life that are rough and in not moments but we're gonna have times Where we need a shepherd, and sometimes we think we only need him for a little while. (laughs) Right. And that's where we can kind of trick ourselves into thinking we're not like sheep. But we need a shepherd all the time, and we have to willingly choose a shepherd. We have to. uh, A shepherd doesn't, or a sheep doesn't get to choose whether or not he has a shepherd. He either gets sheared, eaten, kicked out of the flock. (laughs) He can lie down and die or whatever. I, I don't know. But as humans, we can make the conscious decision to choose to have a good shepherd. And we need to.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. I think the question that comes to my mind is is what is a sheep without a shepherd? Yeah. They're 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 lost. They're they're, they're confused. They have no direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, they become uh, very <laughs> pessimistic. You're yeah, yeah, right. They become very <laughs> pessimistic. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, a sheep without a shepherd is is in all kinds of trouble. Yeah. And it's not going to live very long. And I think that uh I, I do think that that's how Jesus saw so many of the, of the Jews as he was going throughout Judea and trying to teach and preach that they were just so lost, so confused about uh, the kingdom of God and about uh, his role at, at ultimately yeah. as the Messiah and and I think that we sometimes are like a sheep without a shepherd um, but I think even more often we're like sheep who are, are following the wrong shepherd yeah you know we've we've been lured away by this voice right. or that voice and right whether,
1: whether we realize it or not, we're either following Jesus or we're following something or somebody else. Right. There's no—we're not not following anything, you know.
0: Right. And and sometimes it's our own voice, yeah. you know. We, yeah. You know, our own selfish desires lead us astray, and we end up following those rather than following the Good Shepherd and His voice. So I, I think when it comes to the question, am I a sheep, you know, as much as people want us Make that sound like a bad thing, like it's, you know, yeah. a pejorative term that's that is insulting to us. The idea that we would ever be a sheep—how dare you say such a thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think the answer needs to be yes. Yeah, we need to be a sheep. We need to be sheep <laughs> <laughs> who follow the good shepherd.
1: Yes. <laughs> one, one other thing: a sheep does make that. Ba Ba noise you know <laughs> right. it sounds different than the song we sing Ba ba black sheep have you <laughs> but whenever a sheep sees their shepherd, they they either go to him or make a noise and then all the other sheep follow along mm, to right, be a good shepherd right. and I don't know if this makes any sense, but we need to be like sheep in in that sense. whenever we know who our good shepherd is, we need to bleat about it and right. let other people know oh that's great um, yeah absolutely another characteristic of a sheep that that we should have that is actually good
0: <laughs> yes yes uh helping others follow the good shepherd yeah right okay yeah great thoughts okay yeah. so i think that's probably it for today uh jackson unless you had something else that's that you it wanted to Okay. All right. All right. Well, we really appreciate everyone listening to this week's episode. We hope that it has been encouraging to you today. And we hope it's been a great way for you to start your week and that it will help you grow in your faith, especially as you uh, grow in your identity as a follower, as a sheep following the good shepherd that is Jesus. We hope you have a great day and a blessed week.